Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Uh, good show today. Because uh, last podcast, if you listen chronologically, uh, we had a lovely CEO from the Perth Heat talk about how he pays his players in cryptocurrency. And now we have a man that knows cryptocurrency coming on to tell us if it's that good, that's a good idea yeah, or not. If your boss offers it, should you actually take it or will you be making less money? It is. It's the equivalent of like, I'm paying you in gift cards. Like, did you ever have a job like that? I, ha- I swear I've had a job where it was like, a, hey, if you guys come in for stock take or something, it's not like an official work day, but I'll give you like- I'll give you a gift card. A gift card. Oh, uh, that's it. My, uh, my brother-in-law for basketball- Gets gift paid cards. in gift cards. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, but like, you know, like a lot, and you wouldn't normally spend this much money at that place. At my last job, you would get scratchies if you did overtime. And that's what <laughs> is this that, feels, is that that's what it feels like. Where it's like, here is a $2 scratchy. Because you don't know what you're going to get. You, but you could win $5,000. But it could be nothing. Nat's crypto. Did you really get paid in scratchies? Yeah, if you did like a good job, you could get, like as a bonus, they'd be like, here's some scratchies. Is that illegal? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same place that made you like sweep up a puddle near no, a PowerPoint? No, it wasn't that. <laughs> that place didn't pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, plenty more to come. Uh, Neighbours is coming back, but we continue to fight on with Days of Our Minds. Uh, but first, Friday Funnies. Friday Funnies. That's right, it's time to dive into your local paper, and depending on how good the comics are, that will determine how good your weekend is going to be. Oh, how good's it going to be, Michael? I think it's going to be all right. Uh, this uh-huh. is a real turnaround. Kalgoorlie Minor and Pilbara... Pilbara Times really let us down over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but we got the countrymen, do we? The countryman is going to see us through, as many countrymen do. Yep. Uh, let's start with Beyond the Black Stump, three-panel comic about Australian animals. Uh, it's a kookaburra and a parrot, because okay. it's green, I guess. I was like, what bird is green? A parrot. <laughs> uh, they're just having a chat, and the kookaburra goes, I went ice skating for the very first time last week. And the parrot goes, oh, yeah, how was it? Well, I realised one really very important thing. What's that? It's much more fun if the entire lake is still frozen. Ah. Uh, <laughs> what a silly kookaburra. Silly. Ah, oh, so silly. Our next swamp, Gary Clark, we've had the great man on before, Australian yeah. uh, cartoonist. Uh, the first picture is like is, is a picture. It's like someone holding a photo yeah. of... This kind of like brown looking mountain. Okay. And he flips it over and it's a postcard. And it says, Dear Mum and Dad, having a great time with you. Wish you were here. Like, and then the final paddle, the parents yeah. are flies. Oh. It wasn't a mountain. It was poop. It was a big pile of poop. Gotcha. And he's like, Wish you were here. Yeah. Uh, nice. Finally, uh, the Wizard of Id. Yep. Uh, Four-panel comic. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit happening in this one. It's all about like medieval times. Uh, and the wizard is w- woken up in bed uh, by what sounds like a rooster. Because it's going, cock-a-doodle-loo. And he's like, huh? Cock-a-doodle-loo. And he walks over to the window. Cock-a-doodle-loo. And then he turns to his wife and says, um, anyone for fried chicken? Because ah, they're like, let's bloody get rid of him. <laughs> it's like it's like a medieval KFC. Ah. Uh, that was Friday Funnies. Politics, 
Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Oh, give me the headlines. Not the hard-hitting news beside a splitting news. Michael Ross, in sport, Australia has beaten the Poms by six wickets in the first ODI match of the series in Adelaide. Proving that the World Cup Championship hangover is a real thing, especially when you're versing a team that still has an actual hangover. Because the England team be still drunk yeah. from when they won the World Cup. When did they win it? They won it Sunday. That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, get them. I actually noticed many of them were missing. Yeah. Like many of that World Cup team. So hit a six and then went. <laughs> uh, Rebel Wilson has been slammed online for going out days after having a baby virus surrogate. Uh, she does, however, claim the party that she was at was for a charity, so technically, she's a rebel with a cause. Nice. <laughs> also, it was by a surrogate. Like, she's allowed Yeah, to she's look. fine. <laughs> yeah. like... like, oh my God, you look amazing. And she's like, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, and finally, everybody's favorite soap, Neighbours, is back after being purchased by giant Amazon. Amazon is elated to get the show back on air, even signing star Toadie to a new six-year, $11-an-hour deal. <laughs> he uh, is over the moon. Yeah. They're like, wow, it beats his uh, 20 years Yes, at a cool two bucks. You <laughs> <laughs> should decide that one, Toadie. Michael. Oh, Michael Ross, we go from princes uh, to short kings, because have you ever <laughs> wanted to be taller? My uncle Paul is very short, actually. Is he? Uh, he is. He, I wish he, he probably wishes to be a tall pole. Well, this is the thing. He could be a tall pole because there is a man that has gone a brutal three-month leg lengthening process to gain three inches in his height. He's gone from five foot six, which is very Italian, and your uncle's Italian, to five foot nine, which is more Croatian. <laughs> Uh, I knew this procedure would catch your attention. Mm-hmm. No, not for me, for all the other people. Because imagine where your basketball career could have been if you could clear the six-foot mark. That's true. It's a good point. It's a good point. It's would good you have point. done it? Would you? Have, if this procedure existed when you were 18, you know, uh, aiming for that, that basketball mm. career, you're playing state basketball, if, would you have done it? If we're talking, like, the problem is, is you don't, like, this man has basically, like, it's taken 25 days. Yep. Uh, they, like, break and re-break your legs yeah. constantly. So you become taller, but you can't really do anything with it. Now, if it was, like, uh, enhanced boobies, which is, like, you know, don't ask me why I know this, but, like, eight weeks recovery That's and you, like, enough. can't shower or lift your arms above your head and you kind of have to just, like, bathe with a cloth. But then after eight weeks, you're all like, woo, and you're back to normal. Or like the BBL, which is like the Brazilian butt lift, which is the new thing. <laughs> the big bash lead. Yeah, pretty much. That's why I laugh at that now, too. But like that one, excruciating. You know what I mean? You can't move for like 12 weeks. Like it's it's, sure. it's So this is actually not that bad. Yeah. Well, he's he's walking around. Yeah. But the thing is, is you do lose. Like he's not going to go out there and he's not entering the dunk comp. Do you know what I mean? Not yet. No, but it's like he can't. I don't know if he's going to be able to run. That's the problem. Because I don't mind being tall, like, or, like, I would like to be tall, but, like, to be able to do things with said height. Because five foot nine's not tall. Why would you go from short to, like, really short to just kind of short? Well, they can only make your legs so big, otherwise it'll look silly. <laughs> like, he can't, there's obviously a max height he can get to. Yeah, it's been around. It looks like a spider. It's been around since the 50s. Yeah. 
Because I believe the procedure existed for people that were like incredibly short, or maybe had uh, sort of almost like leg deformities. Yeah, and they like we can we can extend your legs out. Now the procedure will cost you two hundred Australian dollars. No. Two hundred bucks. Two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> I was going to say, where are we getting this done? Guy <laughs> <laughs> back from the dead on neighbours. Neighbours is back from the dead on Amazon. Neighbors, everybody needs Out of nowhere, it like does it deserve to be brought back? No, but like Channel Ten didn't want it anymore after like thirty years. Mm. And uh, Amazon have swooped in with all their money, and they said, you know what, we're going to keep it going. Because it is popular overseas. Do you reckon Neighbours, like, did Amazon actually buy Neighbours, or has Neighbours just checked their email account? And you know how it's like, you've got Amazon gift cards, and they're like, that's enough to get the show going again. (laughs) Well, it says that Fremantle Australia, uh, no relation to the town, uh, confirmed the partnership with Amazon, uh, with Prime Video in Australia. Uh, to be showing it, and Amazon Freevee in the US and UK. New season to air next year. I mean... Like, they are getting it back on. I mean, how much... Like, realistically, you could film it all tomorrow (laughs) and have it out by (laughs) next Thursday. Like, it's not... It's not like there's CGI they've got to go do. It's true. Like, you can't act like... Oh, no, what if the neighbor's cars have other jobs? They, they don't. don't. Like, I mean, you might not get Tony back because he's like, oh, I don't know, I've got to shift that Thursday. <laughs> Ryan Maloney, uh, he, could, he he looks very excited, along with uh, Jackie Woodburn and Alan Fletcher. They were part of the announcement. That's Susan and Carl. They were part of the announcement. Uh, and I think they're all thrilled that they get to continue to have work. Uh, but I want to know, on one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Are you actually excited? Do you care? I think Neighbours just became a part of the furniture. Like, I don't think we we really loved it anymore. And not even the furniture. Like, the furniture you put out for Verge Collection, but Verge Collection isn't for a couple of months, but you just leave it out there anyway. That's the type of furniture and, that we can. And, you know, one of those pickers has come by, taken it, and they're like, I'll clean this up. How did it end? Like... Spoilers. But, like, how did it end? Like, did they all die? They all sold their houses. Yeah, so what are they going to do? Isn't that how it ended? And, uh, and, uh, Hugh, no, not Hugo, what's it? Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce came back and bought one of the houses and said to, like, his old girlfriend, he's like, I'm back and I want to give give it a go. So are they going to have Guy Pierce? Because in the canon, he's currently living there. Like, what's he been doing? I don't, I don't actually know what Guy Pearce has done lately. He's just been rich for many years. Yeah, like, is he is he available? I mean, with Amazon money, absolutely. one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Are you Are you actually excited for this? Is this going to be, like, the best version of Neighbours when it acts like an, a, Sorry, a bigger budget? i got a joke that I want to go back to. Did yep. Guy Pearce buy it to live there, or did he just buy it for a memento? <laughs> <laughs> One hundred zero number one triple six. It was cool. Um, it's Mitchell and Michael, and Neighbours is coming back to your TV screen. We just want to know on one hundred zero double one triple six. Are you actually excited for it to come back? Because we replaced it with Days of Our Minds. Yeah. Which I'll be damned if that ends because Neighbours is coming back. It'll be a soap war. Absolutely.
maybe we can go toe to toe once again. Toady to toady. Toady. <laughs> so give us a call one eight hundred zero double one triple six. We got Sarah from Kananara on the line. Sarah, are you uh, excited for neighbours to return or less than impressed? I am stoked. I have the biggest crush. Will still do on Stefan Dennis. So that? I'm excited to have him back. Is that Paul? Oh. That's Paul Robinson. So he uh, he lost his leg, didn't he, in Neighbours? Yeah, yeah. And he's still kicking. And he's still kicking. He's still going, much like the show. Uh, Now, how how deep does this love go? When did this when did this love start? As well, it started at a young age. I think I was in primary school when he we went to a school trip to Sovereign Hill in Victoria. Yep. Little, like, gold rush, yep. old-timey-themed uh, situation. And I still swear to this day that I saw Stephen mm. Dennis as one of the, you know, like, character actors, yep. like an old gentleman <laughs> so wandering that, yeah. around. He needed, he, needed <laughs> the, me. he needed the side hustle. No, I believe He's probably you. there right now. <laughs> and it's funny, this the panning for gold <laughs> thing is similar in a Neighbours episode. You're like, crap, 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 little bit of gold. There crap, right. crap. <laughs> No one believes me, but I swear it's true. Well, it was I'm, him. I'm glad he's back on TV just for you to enjoy every <laughs> 6.30. <laughs> I'll give you some insight into the world of real estate. Now, the market is sort of cooling off a little bit. Uh, prices are getting a little bit more achievable. Yes. Uh, after like the big surges during COVID. And uh, back in those days... Over the last couple of years, and I was talking to my dad about this. He's a real estate agent. Oh, real estate mogul, mate. He was saying that you didn't actually have to say much to people looking at houses. What do you mean? Like, because everyone was so desperate and so willing to buy houses above asking price, mm. you didn't have to use any colourful language at all. Oh, you just You could just be like, this is a three by two, it costs this much, and they go, amazing, thank you. Yeah, it's got walls. Yeah, that's all, that's all they need to know. Is there a roof on top? Yeah, great. Uh, but now I've started noticing that the like the selling is coming back in, oh, the jargon. Oh, okay. So I want to see if you can figure out uh, these places in our towns, if you can figure out like what the jargon is actually saying here. Okay. So this is in Newman. Yep. Position in the heart of town and within walking distance. Uh, which I we always that. love. To everything, this well-presented ground floor Two-bedroom unit is ideal for investor or first home buyer. What does that mean? Crap house. It's yeah. It's not. It's not accurate. It's uh. Can yep. you tell? Do you, I reckon you can tell as well from from those colourful words alone. Mm. What kind of house are we looking at here? What is the bed the bed bath sort of setup? Uh, is it two by one? It's a two by one. Yep. You know, it's a two by one. If it's an investor nice. or a first time buyer, it's a two by one. Yep. And uh, could you give me like a ballpark Newman figure? Oh, Newman with, figure. That's gonna be hard though. With uh, that info as well. Uh three hundred. No less, less than that. It's, uh, less than two hundred because because it is uh it's a fixer upper as uh, we like to say. It's a first home buyer opportunity. One hundred and sixty nine. You know what also is a fixer upper? Newman. <laughs> no, I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. Uh, next up, how about uh, Brockman, which is uh, part of Carnarvon, of course. Yep. Uh, now, this one is described as uh, comfortable, light, bright, and airy home There's... with unique Jarrah features. There's, it's just a tree. <laughs> you sleep under a tree. <laughs> uh, now, here's the thing. Uh, light, bright, and airy. 
uh, means that a lot of windows, a lot of yeah, a lot of windows, and kind of not much inside the like it's a yeah, it's a very simple layout, very yeah. basic layout, and unique Jarrah features means uh, someone probably in the 60s or 70s mm. just decided to put, like, wall panelling everywhere. Yeah. Like, look at this Look at this strange yeah. Jarrah shelving just in the middle of the room. Yeah, there's just wood there yeah, for no reason. a unique feature. Yeah. So that's what, every time you see unique, it actually means strange. Yeah. Uh, and finally, let's have a look at Kananara. Okay. And now... <laughs> Offers. I'll tell you straight up, they haven't even set a price okay. on this one. Uh, a great size corner block in the town centre of Kananara. This includes infrastructure in place. <laughs> what does that mean? that mean? What does it mean if I tell you that this block has infrastructure? Like it's a half-built home. It's... <laughs> yeah, you're close. You're close enough. Yeah. Like They call it a renovate or detonate. Oh... Because uh, it's got all your infrastructure in that, like, uh, you can poop if you want to, but the toilet might not flush. Oh. You know, like, but it's all there. Everything you need's there. Just not. But it don't work no more. Joining us on the line now is our Cyberman himself, the one and only Matt Sear from Best IT. Victor and Michael. How are you, boys? Good. How are you? Very well. Very well. Now, Matt, have you seen that the Perth Heat, the baseball club, are going to be paying their players with crypto. And while you're watching the match live, you can tip them uh, with lightning, I believe, using like lightning wallet. You can send them crypto. Is this a, is it a good idea to be paid in crypto? Wow. So, so they, are they actually being paid? Now, I know they came out about a year or so ago, Perth Heat, and said that the players had the option of being paid. Is that moved forward now, has it? It has indeed. There are players who are taking all of their payers' crypto. There are some who have split it between uh, standard currency and, of course, a bit of crypto. And yet this newest initiative is the live tipping of players. That's pretty cool. I I like that idea. There's a bit of that happening in the US too with the basketball. There's teams that are doing similar things um, and also buying and selling tickets on the blockchain. But look, uh, was the question, do I think it's a good idea? Yeah. Uh, I think it's down to individuals. I think um, they have to understand, you know, what they're getting. With, with, it's, it's Bitcoin, I'm assuming, is it? Or is, have they got their own coin? What, do you know what they're doing? They are partnered with Bitcoin at the moment. And they yep. use okay. uh, BitRefill as, as a way to translate their Bitcoin pay into kind of real world money. Right. Yes. Okay. So I guess, you know, from a, from a crypto perspective, you can spend your money, you can get credit cards that you can spend your money anywhere. So it just converts your, um, your digital currency or your cryptocurrency on the fly. So you can go and buy a coffee and it just changes that little tiny bit of Bitcoin into, you know, $4 or whatever you're paying for your coffee. Um, so you can survive that way. Or obviously you've got El Salvador who, uh, you know, support it, you can go pull it over there and just wave your Bitcoin around as well. But, um, I don't know. It's it's still paying small fees. You, you get what's called a spread on that transaction. Normally, five to seven percent at least you'll pay. So you're losing that money. It's a bit like traveling internationally. You lose that money when it's coming back into your normal currency. And aren't you still you're still kind of passing that currency around? Like you might have Bitcoin, but like you said, it kind of converts it to like Australian dollars for that cafe, doesn't it? Correct. Yeah. And so, like I said, there's only one country in the world that accepts it as a digital currency, and that's El Salvador. Um, and that's been a bit of a failed experiment over there at the moment. But, um, yeah, you literally, it's like you're traveling, uh, you know, to, to, to Bali and 
you're changing it you know, across to the root PR, you're getting a, a transaction fee in that. So you're losing a small percentage of that. So if you wanted to purely live on crypto and actually spend your Bitcoin or whatever coin you've got, you're a little bit limited to where you can do that. And normally, like Michael said, it's just on the Lightning Network that's become the most popular way of doing it. It's just a bit of technology that sits on top of Bitcoin's blockchain and allows you to transact. And I've done that myself in Switzerland. There's places there you can go and buy coffee and you're actually spending your Bitcoin, not converting it to the local currency. But is it a little bit more of a risk to be paid in crypto because of its volatility? So you could be paid, say, 20 bucks an hour, but that $20 the next day could now be worth $18. Oh, it could be worth a lot less than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there should be some sort of education process with the uh, with the team members or the staff members that are being paid that. We, we offered it to our staff at one point um, and there wasn't a lot of take up. Um, but, but you have to really explain how it works. And the vol- you're exactly right. The volatility is the killer. You might um, end up getting twice the amount of pay in a couple of weeks or it could be, you know, less than half. It, it, you know, you guys understand how, how hectic it can be in the crypto world. Could you help us set up a little crypto wallet or something so we can try and live on it in Australia? Like, can, can you help us? We'll do this off air. Could you help us put together everything we need and we'll test if you can actually use it in your day-to-day life? Yeah, sure, I can do that. And, and would you be, I mean, is it within the rules to actually convert it, like I said, using a credit card that converts from, say, Bitcoin to Australian dollars to buy your coffee? Or do you have to spend the Bitcoin? Oh, is there enough to just spend the Bitcoin? Like enough <laughs> places around? Uh, I think you'll struggle. Oh, there is, for example, there's a, uh, there's another one I know of where you can pay your bills. You go to a website. Yep. It's called the Living Room of Satoshi. And you go to the website and you put in your um, your payment details, your pay ID or whatever you're doing. Say it's a phone bill or a, um, you know, a power bill. And then you pay them the crypto and then they pay the bill for you. So there's that type of thing too. So there's like a conversion that they're doing on your behalf. So just to clarify, uh, it's basically like a, 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 a legal version of money laundering, correct? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that's legal. <laughs> Neighbours officially coming back to your screens next year, but I'm not going down without a fight. No. We launched the greatest soap since Dove. Yeah, we did. In Days of Our Minds. In fact, I think we had a little bit of a crossover. We so you didn't go without we, a soap. We yeah, we. I mean, we killed off neighbours. Uh, yeah, yes. We that's came what I was in. Thinking. They had their finale. Yep. But now they're trying to come back. But I'm not going to go quietly. Days of our minds every week, diving into like the big stories, mm. the the world of our mining magnates and what they're getting up to. You may have seen in the news that a certain someone, mm. a very rich, influential person from WA, yeah, was actually at. Donald Trump's rally, announcing his Crazy. run for the presidency again. And they were actually there. Days of our minds, we figure out why. Why were they possibly there? Like sand through the articulated dumpy, so are the days of our minds. And with that, I'd like to announce my candidacy for president in 2024. Let's make America great again. Again. Looks like you got them pretty rolled up, sir. It's an exciting time when a great man grabs you by the... Sir, we might actually have to get you back to the hotel. Quick, to the Trumpmobile. Sir, a woman at the rally gave us this strange code. I know what this is. I invented it in my hotel. You know the one where Kevin McAllister stayed? 
I thought he was a great kid, but he grew up to be a Democrat. Such a shame. We call these room numbers. Makes it much easier for our Mexican mates to find the rooms, and it's not racist before yes, there are proud, hard-working people who, frankly, clean better than the Puerto Ricans. Sir, I'm not sure if we should go in there. She seemed like a strange woman with quite a thick accent. You know, I love ladies with accents. You can come in if you really want. It's for the best, sir. Good man. Hello? Well, hello, Mr. President. Gina Reinhardt, you saucy minx. What are you doing here? Well, I was at your rally, and let's just say I'm very fired up. Oh, really? Are you excited for this head of state? You'll be going in my ballot box, that's for sure. I want to storm your capital right now. Show me your nuclear warhead. Crazy Australian. Tune in next week for another thrilling chapter of Days of Our Minds. If you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.